Hey, Don. Hello, Zach. This week, I want to talk about a social media trend that seems to have been going on for the last couple of weeks. I am not really on social media. Therefore, I ended up finding and learning about this whole trend from the Washington Post. But it's about ancient Rome. Women across the country have been asking the men in their lives, how often do you think about the ancient Roman Empire? And ironically, lots of people are thinking about it. And here's the best paragraph I read. It's been almost 2,000 years since the Roman Empire reached the historic peak of its power, but many men still contemplate it quite a lot. A new social media trend prompting women to ask the men in their lives how often they think about ancient Rome reveals that it crosses the minds of many men on a weekly basis, even daily, or more to the surprise and confusion of their loved ones. Three times a day, answered one woman's fiance in a TikTok video. There's just so much to think about, he explained, eliciting a stunned look into the camera from soon-to-be wife. They built an entire world-dominating society, another man exclaimed, when asked by a bewildered-looking woman to justify why he contemplates ancient Rome. And Don, the article goes on, and there's other ones that I was sending you throughout the week, just to talk about lots of people across our country thinking about it. Our hero, Tyler Cowen, even posted if he's thinking about Rome. My question to you is, are you thinking about ancient Rome, and what did you think about this article? No, I'm not thinking about ancient Rome. I haven't thought about it in a month or two. I asked my wife, she had thought about Rome more recently than I had. Uh, it's not on my radar. Of all the concerns I have in day-to-day -day life, Rome is on the very furthest back burner. But it seems like a lot of people think about this day-to-day. -day. And great, maybe they're high-minded for having such uh, lofty thoughts rather than whatever's happening in the NFL or NBA or whatnot. Now, you said you hadn't thought about it in at least a month. So are you saying, though, that within the last 90 days you have thought about Rome? Only because we're planning a European trip. And the question was, should we go to Rome? And I think Rome's a really cool city. Think about the Roman Empire. I have not thought about the Roman Empire in years. I don't teach it like you do, but I'm still not thinking about the Roman Empire. Fair enough. I, I mean, again, I, I happen to have to teach ancient Rome in my class. I think about it, but I would say a couple times a week, I'm thinking about Rome privately, usually just kind of going through mental exercises as I try to decide how close or how not close is American society to ancient Roman society. So I would definitely say that for some reason, I do think about it quite a bit. But I'd also say I'm kind of forced to, to think about it on an annual basis, and therefore I come up into articles and books about it. So I, I think I'm definitely an exception here. Yeah, I, I don't know. You, it seems like a lot of American men are thinking about Rome very, very often. When you talk to your wife, what did she say? She had thought about Rome only as a, a reflection of a discussion she had with our son about different places in Europe. So it was not about the Roman Empire per se. It was about modern day Rome. So I don't think she's really pondering the Roman gladiatorist uh, time either. Well, I texted our friend Kevin Kopeck, and today he said, well, I watched the Ryder Cup this morning and they showed the Coliseum. And I thought, hey, I've been there. And that's about it. That also rhymes with my mother-in-law. She just happens to be going to Italy here in about a month. So she said that she's been reading a lot of books about Rome. So therefore, she's been thinking about it from that perspective. Ooh. 
but kind of like you from more of a travel perspective. I asked my own wife today and she said on the British baking show, they made uh, svelte loaves, which were eaten by the Roman army. But once again, I don't think she's contemplating the big ideas that other men in our nation are contemplating when they think about Rome. Yeah, I think uh, morally and more in happenstance than anything else, at least in this experience for me, I reached out to many of my friends and uh, I said, have you thought about Rome? And my friend Pat, who's an engineer, said another co-worker is going there this November. So I kind of thought about it then. And then another friend ran the Rome Marathon once upon a time. So he's like, I'm where I wore a Rome Marathon T-shirt. And then I asked him. <laughs> Did you think the, about the power and agency that men had during the Roman Empire? And both of them answered instantly, no, they're not thinking about power and agency. They're thinking about, yeah, that's a place that I've been. <laughs> I I also texted uh, football coach John Blackstock thinking like, here's a manly man that would maybe be thinking about uh, parallels between football and Rome or something. And his response was zero thoughts about ancient Rome. My favorite one is I sent a message to my friend Corey, who's uh, in who works for the government. And we'll leave it vaguely there, but he said that my girlfriend asked me that a few weeks ago. I only think about the American Empire, which was my favorite response. <laughs> well, and I guess this is what's sort of interesting is I probably cast my net out to about ten to fifteen people that I could just think of to get their quick take on have they thought about Rome. And I would say almost all of them said, no, I have not been thinking about Rome. And therefore, maybe my sample size is just too small, but it doesn't seem to be fitting within this social media phenomenon, which then makes me wonder, are we sure this is actually a trend that's going on? For every video that gets posted, how many of them are just like, no, and it's not a very interesting video and therefore nobody's posting it? There's probably a bunch of people that are, uh, their videos don't get many views because they don't like it. But the ones that get a ton of views are the ones, the guy that's watching Gladiator every fourth night and uh, living and dying by this vision of what Rome was. But how many people are there like that, I guess? And uh, I mean, maybe we just need another Russell Crowe movie or something to inspire more thinking. Hey, people talk about flat earth. You bring up flat earth, there'll be people that say, yeah, the earth is flat. I'm all in. Like, I'm sure there's more Rome people than flat earth people. I hope. I was going to say, actually, I'd be curious. I should have asked that question. In fact, I, I found the whole exercise interesting from the standpoint of, I don't really think we often sort of ask people, like, what are they privately thinking about, right? And something like ancient Rome can just kind of pop into people's heads for a variety of reasons. In fact, the article went on to cite people that were talking about concrete uh, and, and Roman aqueducts was something that they thought about. My dad, when I asked him, uh, said that when he was in the shopping line today, uh, he was muttering to himself, e pluribus unum, which he thinks is Latin for one of many. And he didn't know if that would count of thinking about Rome. But I think if you're thinking in Latin, that's got to count for something, right? Or is that Greece? I don't know, Zach. I'm hazy on Greece and Rome. I once had to write an essay for a test on the difference between Greece and Rome. And I thought all I could come up with was Romans roads. They had lots of roads. They made lots they of roads. They did have a lot of roads. And that, that's one of those things that like, you probably learned that in school. That was probably like a bold word you took away. Uh, and you probably had to like, stare at like the map with all the roads that led to Rome or something, right? Oh yeah, all the way up in England. This was for my national board certification. And I hadn't learned anything about Greece or Rome since 
ninth grade Western uh, history. And I, I, I just it, I somehow avoided that, even though I have a history concentration from the University of Michigan. I never thought about Rome much since ninth grade, really. Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, my dad was really trying to help me because he then wrote, Biden did accuse Trump of being an autocrat. Kind of a Roman idea, question mark. Again, I didn't then fantasize about the Colosseum. Yes, but would you be... Uh... Would you be enamored if Mark Zuckerberg fought Elon Musk in the Coliseum? <laughs> I would tune in. I think I think a lot of people would tune in for that. And that would probably uh, drive some more Rome uh, searches and stuff like that. For sure. I, I join you. Pay-per-view. <laughs> Going back to this idea of private thinking. And okay, so let's say there is a decent chunk of people out there that are thinking about ancient Rome. I feel like it's sort of interesting in the standpoint of like, yay, maybe people are trying to make connections to the fall of one of the world's biggest uh, hyperpowers of all time. And maybe they're then contemplating America and America's place in the world and whether or not we could fall. A part of me wanted to feel optimistic that we've got people thinking about this. This is being a big idea. And then I guess I just started wondering, like, what else do you think people are privately thinking about? And do you think there's other topics that collectively many people are also thinking about fantasy football there's a lot of men <laughs> thinking about fantasy football and probably a lot of women thinking about i don't know what women think about uh, i don't know maybe the golden bachelor that's the new show i i have no idea what women are thinking their I live families with a woman their families I, I have lived with a woman and i have no idea what she's thinking day to day but yes i i i, I could ha hazard a guess Fantasy football, maybe gambling too. It seems like everybody's talking about gambling lines now and stuff like that. I spend a surprising amount of time thinking about water levels and rainfall, but maybe that's just me. I, that's something that I'm always seem to be interested in. My family's sick of me talking about water levels. No, I, I really got into the snow height on the Sierra Nevadas last winter because they had that record snow and how much of the water was going to be replaced in, in the drought California uh, I, I spent a lot of time thinking about that for like a kind of intense three month period. Sadly, I guess I spent quite a bit of time this week thinking about uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Apparently they may or may not be an item, but, but she went to a football game and then it was like, everywhere in the news. So I couldn't like kind of not think about that, I guess. Bringing couples together, husbands that love the NFL, wives that love Taylor Swift, they're coming together and bonding and finding out that their worlds are colliding. That's great. Good stuff. But I feel like I should be thinking about like the fall of Rome instead of that, if it makes sense. I would guess that one in a thousand people could talk about the fall in Rome in any educated sense, because didn't Rome, quote unquote, fall because they had an emperor that wasn't Roman? that was uh, from another region. And that's how Rome technically fell, but then it existed for another 500 years. Isn't that something like that? Well, in you, I like what you're saying here about like everybody, you know, doesn't really understand how Rome fell. And then they hear things like you have of like, wasn't it kind of this? And I, I think everybody is still perplexed as to how it actually fell. All of the various books that I've gone through seem to point to, a litany of issues that just kept building up over over and over and over over like hundreds of years. Although what you're saying of kind of non-Romans claiming leadership titles is 
a major part of it is the civil war and the lack of respect for sort of voting results or being respectful of whoever is in charge and whoever could raise an army kind of could claim to, you know, claim the throne. And if you know what I'm saying, 476 AD, am I remembering that correctly? Uh, 476 AD. That was when uh, reaching back to ninth grade. <laughs> that was the second fall though. They, Rome had already been invaded, I believe in, 450 or something like that the first time by uh you know the uh the the wandering hordes as they called them uh but yeah 476 is when they they also finally got uh sacked again i just thought about rome more than i have in a long time zach i'm thinking i'm tapped out i got nothing else but uh i it, it i think we're thinking a lot more about other things than just rome but i do like there's people around there now how many people are thinking about machiavelli i i would be more interested in that that's true. I, I, but he doesn't get the kind of play like Rome does. Like you can make lots of different movies, and you got the gladiators and the soldiers. Machiavelli would be just like an HBO drama, I think. But again, only watched by a small niche of people. I, I would assume not many people are reading The Prince anymore. I have a copy here, but I what I really brought me to that was years and years ago when many people wore bracelets and said, "What would Jesus do?" There was a book that came out that said, what would Machiavelli do? And man, I loved that book. <laughs> You're right, though. There's lots of other historical people that probably would be interesting to uh, to consider. Who's your favorite fl- French philosopher there? Wrote Leviathan, Humans are Brutish, Life is Brutish, Nasty and Short. Hobbes. Hobbes, yeah. I mean, he would be a guy that maybe should be getting some more thoughts and stuff like that, right? That or Sun Tzu. I'm a big fan of Sun Tzu. Art of War. Yep. Well, the enemy of your enemy is your friend. Yes. It, it, it's funny, though, because like when I started reading this article, it took me back to geez, seven, eight years ago. Um, I was in a coaches meeting and um, it, myself and my other coach there, we were getting berated by a parent and he was not happy with anything we were doing. And all of a sudden, there was sort of a pause after he wanted to stop yelling at us for a minute. And he just said, you know, this is how Rome fell. <laughs> and I thought, we're, we're talking about basketball. But he then went into how it was a society with no morals. And I'm not sure why that mattered, because it wasn't like this was a question of morals. But his take was that Rome fell because it was a lustful society Ooh. that had no rules. And it was so off the deep end and so far from what we were even trying to talk about. But right there, this was clearly on this man's mind. Uh, Greg Popovich needs to be in that discussion. He knows something about basketball, and I believe he has a military history degree. So I think he could speak educatedly on all those factors. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I guess my other thought, though, was usually I feel like World War II and Nazis are something that a lot of people find interesting when looking at history. Do you think they're getting crowded out by all this Rome thought? Or do you think more people are are still thinking about World War II and Nazis uh, than Rome? Zach, every day, a good 25% of the students in my classes get home and they attack the Nazis. They go through Call of Duty, Zach, and they're fighting those battles every day. And I'm sure they're thinking about it. You're right. They they probably, they are thinking about that because I even get, lots of questions from my seventh graders saying like when are we going to talk about the nazis 
in World War II. And I'm like, I'm really sorry, but you've got to wait three more years. <laughs> and then they're just kind of bummed out. But I would assume they're making a connection from uh, probably Call of Duty and stuff like that. When, when do you leave off? When, when's your end point there for middle school history? We end sort of the end of the Middle Ages, right at the beginning oh. of uh, the Renaissance there. So like kind of 1492 or so. Finish off with that blaze of glory that is the Dark Ages. I'm sure. <laughs> yes, sir. But we're going to talk about a time before paper. And boy, let me tell you, that's something. Black Death is always a winner. That one gets people going. And, and that one kind of had its own resurgence there when COVID hit. Oh yeah, yeah, the Black Death. Yeah, all the good, all the good priests died, didn't they? All the bad priests—they kept living on and hoarding wealth. <laughs> well, in the Washington Post, it tried to wonder why is this a male thing, and that why is it that our men are thinking about Rome disproportionately than women? And here is what they said: But why does there seem to be a gender divide in who is daydreaming about an ancient Roman? According to historians, one explanation could be that Western societies have historically overemphasized the aspects of Roman history that are associated with masculinity in the popular imagination. The first thing that comes to mind is an image of the Roman legion, the imperial eagle, and that sort of military aspect, along with gladiators, which has a long association with masculinity and power. Don, do you think that's why we're thinking about it is... You know, men just find that stuff masculine. They want to think about it. We've talked about kind of the male role in society and masculinity sort of being shaped and changed over the last decade or two. And therefore, is Rome just sort of a, a harken back to the quote unquote good old days? Yes, and specifically a Russell Crowe movie that was incredibly popular and is still popular with men. So I think that is mostly what it is. I've watched my share of uh, of TV or pundits, and usually you'll find somebody that wants to talk about, like, this is why Rome fell. And they usually pick something they hate about American society, and then they go back to Rome. So if you really hate taxes, you then say Rome fell because of taxes. Or <laughs> if you hate uh, you know, government corruption, then you just say, this is why Rome fell. And you don't like climate change, you're like, well, that's why Rome couldn't grow any crops anymore. And it does seem like it's the perfect place to like, I don't know, kind of reimagine history in your own mind, even if you're not exactly correct. It seems like you can also kind of be right because it's such a big target, if you know what I mean. A huge target. I'm sure you can find a little element of truth there for everything you want to argue and uh, see the downfall of society or whatnot. I have a friend, my friend Phil, and he texted me this. He said, I'm too busy thinking about surviving the corruption and downfall of the American empire, <laughs> if I'm being honest. I have a huge amount of respect for what the Romans accomplished and all of their contributions to modern society, especially as a student of history. But I'm kind of shocked that people would think about it as often as being claimed. I saw a pretty good video on TikTok from a public historian that I follow talking about this and how... If this was true, then it's really an indictment of the way we teach history in this country and our focus on white European colonizers. That could be right. That's a solid point there. We do spend a lot of time on Western civilization. There was no uh, Asian civilization course when I was in high school. Um, so maybe that's right. Maybe Phil's too busy packing his go bag and getting his motorcycle fueled up. I don't know how Phil's living. 
I think Phil's doing okay. He, if, you, if you ever have questions about uh, pediatric neuroimaging and stuff like that, please talk to Phil. But uh, at the same no time, way. I, I have a friend that's an expert in pediatric neuroimagery. Maybe, maybe if his name is Phil, then we know the same person. If not, his then, name uh, is Tom. <laughs> oh man, wow, this the small world. Maybe Tom and Phil should hang out if they're both listening to the podcast. Please find each other. <laughs> But I, I just I thought that was sort of an interesting point about Rome in in general. Of is this just once again one of those things that like we can kind of hold on to? But really, when you think about the grand scheme of world history, sh- instead should we be thinking about something else? What else should we be thinking about? I have no idea, Zach. I'm totally tied up in the present and my family with my two high school kids. Like I'm not thinking about other things, and I don't think you are either. I think you're thinking about the uh, daughter soccer team, like. Uh, the uh you gotta where are we going what else should we think about that's a good question i I just i found it interesting that that the country was talking about this almost everybody i texted was aware of this sort of social media phenomenon that was going on out there and you know some people i guess were trying to find ways that they had thought about it but most people don't seem to be thinking about it and and yet i just kind of found it interesting that maybe there's this quiet desperation in in thinking for Rome for many people. And I feel like somehow maybe we we need to help these people or we need to give them something. I I wondered if like, could like we do a national website of like really good resources about Rome for these people? Maybe we want to like help them scratch their curiosity. Or redirect them to something more important, falling population, lack of people getting jobs, lack of desire, motivation. I don't know. Well, that was kind of what I was thinking about is like, you're right. Should we be shifting the the conversation to to other issues? And and clearly these are also just fleeting moments and therefore people will, will think of what they do. But I, I don't know. I just found this interesting and at least just sort of worth exploring for kind of just the national consciousness. That's all. I've never thought about what the national private consciousness is. And um this just made me think about it, and it made me wonder what other things are maybe trending in the national mind. People blaming Biden or Trump for everything that is not going great. <laughs> you're probably I've... right. That that's probably pretty good. If you're in our area, probably the Lions maybe are, are in, like people are probably already like thinking of what it's going to be like to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, that seems to dominate people's thoughts a whole lot. Well, there was a historian who also was asked about this topic and because basically he's like a Roman historian and I'm sure your average Roman historian is loving this because they're probably doing lots of media interviews and people have like, like care what they say. And here's what this guy said from just a brief essay in the Atlantic. He said, the second thing has to do with the way in which people talk about the fall of Rome. The wistfulness that you sometimes hear today is along the lines of how unfortunate that this mighty empire collapsed. But I don't see it that way. Very few of us would be happy living in a world that was run the way Rome was. Here is a society where slavery was baked into the social structure. There was nothing remotely like democracy or freedom as we know it, or rights as we understand them. We are living in a world that is fortunate that it is not Rome. Do you think anybody's having those thoughts as they think about Rome privately? Yeah, your job in Rome was probably not a good one. You're unlikely to be the person that is living this life of privilege and uh, relaxation. It's uh, it's a rough gig. It seems like it's odd that we're cheering for 
the Roman Empire, but not the British Empire. We, we hate the British Empire, but love the Roman Empire. But in many ways, they're similar empires. That's a really good point. We, we of course, read the Churchill book. And by the end, Great Britain kind of just can't even stand up to the to the international community with the idea that it has this empire is that idea just seems so wrong and yet it's amazing how 2000 years ago people can still feel wistful and romantic about this amazing thing even though i think if we were really there we would just be appalled by uh how humans are treating one another and and by what they're doing We'd be appalled for a brief moment before the whip hit our back and we'd be back to slogging around, making concrete and carrying it up to the new aqueduct. And they did not have a uh, automatic cement mixer like I was able to rent a couple of weeks ago. It was all done by hand. I remember going to the Pantheon there in Rome and it's uh, they carried individual sacks of cement on their back up ladders to pour the cement in that thing. And it's still standing despite many earthquakes. It's pretty impressive. I'm sure there's a lot of misery that happened, but they're impressive builders. I felt like a couple couple months ago, Roman concrete was kind of having a moment online. I don't know if you remember this. Like people were still really marveling at how like a lot of that concrete is still held to this day. Uh, and, and they must have been making it really well and extra strong back then. Yeah, well, they had lots of cheap labor to do so. That's true. Well, I don't know. Again, I just thought it was it was worth sort of uh, at least discussing and, and considering and stuff like that. Do you think your kids, like your children, are thinking about Rome? I don't think mine are even aware that there was an ancient Rome at this point. They're still a little young. Uh, are, are, there, are yours ever bringing it up? I asked them. Colin had had a conversation related to school stuff. Connor had not thought about it recently. And those are the thoughts of 14 and 16-year-old boys. They're not that interested in Rome. Well, final question then. Do you think America should be thinking more about Rome over the next year or less about Rome? I'll take Rome over fantasy football and Taylor Swift. Sure, why not? That's, that's probably a pretty good point. I think what you should really start doing is just polling your students every day and saying, all right, uh, one, two, three, what is everybody thinking about? Shout it out. And we can uh, maybe start to build a um, kind of a collective data set as to where we're all at. An actual honest response from my students on paper, like, oh, that'd be interesting. We'll see. A lot of them might just say nothing. Yeah, they seem to be interested in uh, whatever scrolling across the social media feed. The social media th feed is a thing, Zach. I know you're not doing it, but you might want to look into it a little bit. It seems to be uh, fairly important to a lot of people. Like like the pictures and videos on uh, on like the Instagram or Snapchat or something like that? Yeah, absolutely. I prefer you get on Facebook and Instagram since I own Facebook stock. I'd really like some more views, but uh, you, you might want to check that out. Or don't. You will significantly be dumber. You will read less and be wasting more time. Well, but isn't that what's kind of interesting then, though, is you're saying is like, look, most people are just thinking about whatever pops up in the moment in front of them. And that's what they're thinking about. For ancient Rome to sort of like kind of fight through that zeitgeist and essentially get into people's minds and like kind of like crowd out the the here and now i think that says something yeah fair enough it's it's got some power it's got some traction well shout out to ancient rome for uh still remaining relevant uh all these years later it's, it's got staying power <laughs> take that grease that's true Usually people get weepy about Athenian democracy and stuff like that. 
uh, and the Parthenon and and Spartans and Leonidas. Once again, movie, big violent movie that people get fired up for. Very masculine. But you're right. Rome wins, I guess. People aren't talking about Greece right now. Yeah, very impressive for Rome. Or how many people, though, just think that Greece was Rome and Rome is Greece and it's all just meshed together? Probably. Yeah, they all have curly <laughs> hair. They're probably all the same. Nobody's thinking about the Ming Dynasty, however impressive it was, or Genghis Khan or whatever. That's true. There's so many other empires to consider, but you're right. They win history uh, for the most part. For sure. Well, Don, it's been a pleasure talking to you this week, and I look forward to talking with you next week. Absolutely, Zach. Have a good one. Take care. Bye-bye.